Welcome back to our podcast, Cheeky Vibe, Peaceful Life. My name is Lauren Mazadonsky. And my name is Michelle Moss. And we are so thankful that you are here um, with us listening. And um, we have some exciting things to talk about today. Um, and again, we're, we are in the new year. And our last week's podcast was about giving yourself and looking in the mirror saying, go you and looking out the wind and saying, go girl to the other people that you're watching, not to be jealous, but to be supportive. Um, and so these are kind of following along. We want to talk about some things today. So you want to start Lauren? Well, we need to celebrate you. <laughs> yeah, you said you were going to share. I guess I can share a little bit. Um, a couple of things, you know, when I, I, I when I say I want to do something, I really want to hold myself with my own integrity for myself. Um, and I, I finally took that leap and started my own practice, mental health practice counseling. So it's called Moss Mental Health and Wellness. And um, I am seeing, I specialize in women's issues and couples counseling. I love couples counseling and then depression, anxiety, LGBTQ plus sensitivity, that kind of thing, those kind of clients. I'm very much excited. I, it was hard to tell my friend because I love my friend and I've worked there in private practice. And, um, and that's a wonderful place, North Canton Therapy Works. Um, but I just needed to do this for me because I'm trying to, yeah. like we said at the beginning of the year earlier, simplifying my life. I need to have time to do the things I'm passionate about. So I've, I've done it. I've already been seeing clients and it's going to be a little stressful for the month, this month of January, um, because I'm still seeing my clients at North Kent Therapy Works and also starting to see at Moss Mental Health and Wellness. And it's unique. It's at this point, I don't have brick and mortar and, and I'm not sure if I'm going to do that maybe down the road, but right now I'm doing telehealth and house calls, which is an, a unique um, paradigm because some people like that being discreet and, and very confidential and not even going into an office. And it gives them that that option as well. So had my first house call last week. And so I'm just really excited. It's just, it's just, a, I, I'm so thankful for all the ladies that have supported me and, and you for, you know, constantly being my cheerleader. It's just like we said, cheering on the other person out the window, you go girl. And I felt that, um, from, from a lot of my, my friends. So, and on top of that, you know, let's let, let's add some stress for the month of January. John and I bought a condo to downsize and simplify. Again, in the meantime, we have to put together 18 years of accumulation and get rid of and pack up and do this whole house and sell our house. But there's a lot of yummy, happy, fun things coming. It's just a matter of getting through this month. <laughs> Yeah. It's so exciting though. Congratulations. It really is exciting to be your own boss and be able to organize like your time and with the nonprofit, you love to do so many things and give back. So I think this is going to make it easier for you too. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love doing our podcast. I, and we were out in Cleveland yesterday. I met two different people that I'm going to interview for us for our, on our podcast. And you know, I love con our connect group and all the ladies that support us in that. And, and maybe even calling it reconnect. We talked about this a little bit too, that people are craving connection. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I read a study about, you know, how everyone's depressed and anxious and it's exacerbated by the fact that we've been alone. We are human beings and we are born to be in relation with others. And we've been put on pause and stuck in our homes and, not connecting and, and I, it's really taken a toll on our mental health. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you find those like right 
um, women like-minded that really want to support, pour into each other and encourage each other to go after their dreams. Um, I've been just finding so much more of that this last year that I've allowed myself to open up. Um, and it feels so, so good. Yeah. And even those, those of us who might be more shy or timid or, you know, not, not the big social person, they're even craving Mm -hmm. that same connection because, you know, it's, we've had all or none, you know, we've had none. And so even those who don't really love that, it's still a missing piece. And so finding ways to connect, we went to this awesome, um, it was an art gallery in Cleveland and the artists that were in the gallery, their paintings, they were also artists as far as musicians. So we got to see the artwork and then we went and saw the musicians play. Um, Reed Simon was one of our friends that we saw him and he's an amazing artist. And, and there were so many people together celebrating. And I met this wonderful lady, her name is destiny and she owns urban winery in Cleveland. And I'm going to have invite her to be on the podcast, but you could feel it. People were so excited to just, again, be out doing things together. Yeah, no, I agree. And if you are shy, if you're one of our listeners, that's a fly on the wall. You can always ask me, Michelle knows that was always me. And I didn't open up to it. And even if you have to go with a friend for the first time or go with a couple questions in your pocket. Like I know we've talked about this on past episodes of, you know, just getting curious about the other people if you're kind of shy. Um, but I really encourage you to try to push through that comfort zone. Um, if you're craving it, if that's really something you want to do and it's just a little bit of fear holding you back because you never know what relationships you're going to start, what doors it's going to open up or collaborations. If you're in business, um, it's really been one of like my, I feel like the best things I did for myself and my business in the last year and building so many new relationships. Yeah. And it's so funny. I, I was at, um, I'm in a Sunday morning Bible study and one of the ladies was saying, she's an older lady and her kids are grown. And she said, yeah, you know, I don't, I got to find something to plug into you. You know, I want to make new friends. And, you know, it's so interesting because we make, my husband and I are just really social. We are the opposite. We love to meet people mm -hmm. and constantly make new friends. But it is interesting when we're, when we have younger children, our friendships sometimes evolve through our children's activities. Oh, you're, yeah. I was Ben's mom and John was Ben's dad or Megan's dad or Megan, you know, it's like what Girl Scouts or ba basketball, or it doesn't, JSA, it doesn't matter what it is. You sort of take on that role. And it's when the kids are gone, it's really learning ladies to step up for yourself and really even cultivate that when you have little kids, what can I plug into that's going to cultivate me and my identity and my role? Not, I'm not just mom. And that's not a bad thing. We are moms. I'm mom. I'm still mom, no matter how old my kids are, but we still have to, it's not one dimensional. We're not one dimensional. Mm -hmm. And so finding a way to plug into something. And again, there's so many wonderful, even if you just start with volunteering somewhere, you know, because then you're plugging and we talk about like-mindedness, you're there to help others. You're doing something for other people. Um, or if it's art or yeah. finding something you're passionate about and maybe you don't know what you're passionate about. So you try a couple different things until it clicks. Right. Yeah. But don't you feel like women for a couple of decades <laughs> put themselves on hold? Oh, absolutely. I hear it all the time in coaching and it's always like, I feel like I've lost my identity or I feel like I've put myself on the back burner and it doesn't have to be huge. Maybe it's like an hour, you know, here and there where you go and like you said, try a new class or, you know, so you can see what community of women you maybe 
feel like you jive with or what kind of extra activity, hobby, something that brings you joy that you can plug into. Right. Yeah. And I mean, especially it's especially sad when I have a, a 50, 60 year old woman sitting on my couch and her children are grown and gets, she gets divorced and she has no identity left. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we have to start from scratch. And once they find that it's so exciting, but that's a hard place to be in. I've lived for everyone else. I don't know who I am. And I've had so many clients like that. Yeah. So helping them find, I think that kind of ties into what we wanted to talk about today too, is just how staying committed to like our own personal growth journey and evolving how, you know, it can help us level up and evolve um, and really find our passions, but get us out of our comfort zone to create more and more abundance in our life. Right. So we're sort of calling this like tips for growth. I mean, I know that's simplistic, but people crave definitive direction. So these are the couple of things that we came up with that whether it's you starting your business or speaking, doing public speaking, or me going off and doing Moss Mental Health and Wellness, these are the tips. And these are the things that we had to do. And the first Mm -hmm. one that I want to share that is so important, and I want our ladies out there to own this. If you have a passion or something on your heart, I want you to speak it into the universe. I want you to talk about it with someone. I want you to share it out loud because then there's a little bit more accountability and Mm -hmm. it's, it's not just something hidden away it becomes a real, more of a real goal when you say it out loud and you're sharing it. Absolutely. And it makes it feel like it's already happened. And then you become more confident about it. And then you kind of like start creating your life um, as, okay, this is happening. What, what does it actually look like if I have this in my life? Mm -hmm. Right. And I can't tell you, you know, speaking it into the universe, talking to people about whether it was starting a nonprofit, you know, and I remember going to a friend of mine way back in the beginning and, and this is nothing against this person, but they were not very supportive. And they said, Oh, it's really hard to get a 501 C three. It's, it takes, there's a lot of hoops to jump through, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? I can, I surrounded myself with people who gave me great ideas and got linked to the seed program at Akron university. And I mean, I'm not going to take no, that's the other thing. If somebody says no, maybe you knock on a different door. Oh, absolutely. I always say that you got to be careful who you tell your dreams to. Right. And that leads us to the next one, which is connecting to other women for support and for that cheerleader and for that accountability. You know, I've said, I want to start my own practice to a couple of people. Um, Honestly, my friend Kelly really, really, pushed me and said, well, you know, you're putting a lot of energy into another act of kindness, which is a volunteer position. And it's wonderful, but you should be putting the most effort into building your own business, which is your career. And it's your, the way you're, you know, you're living. And I, you know, she gave me a couple talking tos and, and it, and it really did sink in. So, you know, I've had so many people support me around. This is, this is something you need to try. Don't just talk about it, put it into place. And here's why. So how long did it take you to to have the kernel of the idea of being a coach to actually putting it and having it come to fruition? Well, it was hard because I started with like the fitness and nutrition, but then after my divorce and realizing how much of the mindset stuff went into actually achieving your goals in fitness and nutrition, I knew I wanted to pivot 
Um, so I don't really know. It honestly feels like a blur because it's almost two years that I've been switching more into like, uh, the life, the life coaching. Um, and I had a friend that was also going to get certified. So that did like motivate me to, to do it faster, I guess, and just make the, the change. Cause you know, change can sometimes feel hard, but I knew it was what I wanted. So I don't really know. It just, it literally feels like a blur. Cause it was like COVID, you know, I was in a new relationship, everything just kind of all happened so fast. And I got certified and he was a big part in that. Cause he just really was like, you know, supportive and saw that in me and knew that it was something possible that I would be good at. So that kind of takes in, you took, you spoke it to the universe. You talked to someone, got a, got some support from your yeah. Chris, from friends, from the girl that you were going to go into this with. Um, and let me ask you this. Well, and obviously you didn't let fear hold you back. That's another tip. We just have to take that step scary as it is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because that's the funny thing too, of why personal development is so important to always be front and center in your life, to grow through the things you think you're afraid of, because that training I did was so, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was a lot. It was so transformative. I know I probably talked about it on the podcast before, but just looking back, I can't, it was because you were coached and then you were coaching other people. So, so much transfer, transformation in a quick time. Cause I, I cried almost every call. It was like me putting myself out there. I had to be coached. I had to coach somebody first. I was the last one to be coached and they made her do it for a whole hour. So it's me crying. And I just feel like the past version of me would have been like, how the hell do I get out of this training? Cause the first day I got off the call and I remember calling a friend feeling like I sucked and it was just like so many emotions all packed into like 60 hours of training. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it was like, of, you know, the whole one-on-one -on -one thing. And it was like, oh my gosh, like a past version of me wouldn't have been able to handle that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So that's why the growth is so important because as you level up, you're able to handle the things that you need to do to go to that next level. Yeah. And so part of that too, when we talk about leveling up and putting it into the universe is journaling. I think, I know you do a lot of journaling, but you know, maybe even for our listeners to jot down some ideas or just random thoughts that come into their, into their head, you know, or, or, you know, where do I see myself in five years as a, as a journaling prompt or, mm -hmm. you know, what do I like doing the best? And, you know, just to prompt yourself, cause maybe there's something in that, that would be a path that you would take that you hadn't thought of before. Um, you said you had a, um, in your, in your group that you had the other day that mm -hmm. a woman spoke up and said, what, what was it? Like she had no idea what she was interested in or how. Yeah. And then she said something so big. So I think that I, I love journaling. I use it in my coaching practice. I use it for myself. Um, and sometimes when you get started writing, you just don't even realize maybe some things about you until you like get it out of your head. Or if you need a prompt, I always get a lot of people are like, I don't know how to begin. If you look to my journal, sometimes from one sentence to the next, it doesn't even make sense. Cause I just write down whatever comes up in my head, like free association. You're just literally yeah. whatever's coming up is putting sometimes I use journaling prompts, but a lot of times I'm just free flowing because it also, I feel like helps me then have more creativity later. If I get a lot of the stuff that's going on out of my brain. Yeah. That's true. Which leads us to the last two um, tips. And these are helping us 
get free from distractions. These both of mm-hmm. these things. And the first one is, this is something I've done recently and I love it. And it's something else I got from one of my studies, my Bible studies, but you know, you can do your prayer time. You can do your meditation. You can do your devotions, all those things. And those are wonderful to get us started for the day. But the, this next step that I've been doing is so great. Literally just, I set my timer and, and it's only for five minutes and I open myself up to here I am. And then I don't think anything specific. It's kind of a time of rest because I'm not thinking anything specific, but sometimes things pop into my head. Like one of my friend's names might pop into my head or something I need to do. And maybe I'll jot it back down. And then I go back to just allowing my mind quietness without any distractions. And I got to tell you, sometimes it feels like that five minutes has been two minutes. There's been times I've actually dozed in that five minutes, which is weird because it's my body's saying you are one tired person. You need mm-hmm. to take more breaks. Um, so, it, or, and there's other times where I'm like, I can't, take it. It's so long. It's, it's really weird, but it's practicing just like meditation and those kind of things. But this is without any direction. It's just letting your mind rest and see what evolves. Yeah. I'm my mind's a wanderer all the time. (laughs) Yeah. But some of those, some of those times I've done that, I've had some of my best ideas. And then the other one that you mentioned, the very last thing, you remember what you said you do to get, to get away from distractions, Mm, unplug, unplug from social media. Because I feel like it can be a distraction, especially if you are, you know, in business or you're trying to figure out what your purpose is. And then you see all these other people, you're like, oh, I should do that or I should do this. And allowing myself to unplug, um, even during the week, I've been really cutting back like social media time and ma- and really going to the app out of purpose. Um, but that is something I do feel like has helped my creativity. Um, and I, it's usually on Sundays. I just give myself the day off. I find a, a new home in the house for my, my phone. So, cause you know, we're just so used to it. It's so like almost like brushing your teeth. It's like, you're just used to picking up your phone and you're like, Oh, I'll check my email. I'll check social media. I'll check my DMS. And it's like, when it's a constant, um, it becomes too, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Well, it's just invasive, like automatic that you're just doing it mindlessly. That's the word mindless that you're like, Oh, I'll just pick it up. And then you're like, wait, I've just sat here for an hour scrolling. And, you know, so I really, really try to unplug. I feel like when I do that on Sundays, I feel so much better. Like in, in Monday, I just feel like more ready to go and staying in my own lane of knowing what is my zone of genius? What, who am I as a coach? I don't have as many of those things coming in. And then it gets my creative juices flowing. Cause I always journal in the morning. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's like really what I'm, I'm proud of implementing. Yeah. It is interesting how much we do pick up our phones, like no matter what, like, Oh, I'm going to go to the other room. I've got to carry my phone with me because yeah. it might miss something or something might come up, especially <laughs> when you're starting a business or you're, you know, you're very involved business on your phone. It, it's hard to do that. But I think mm-hmm. that I, and I remember you telling me that you did that in the past, but I love that you're really back to it and keeping that day, almost like the day of Sabbath. We're going to let our mind just have that break and, and that peace. Um, and the, that reduces those distractions that get in our way. So recap tips, speak it into the universe, connect to other women, or could be your significant other for support. Um, don't sit, don't let people tell you no, find somebody who's going to tell you yes. Um, don't let fear hold you back. Journal, 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 ideas, free, free association, um, prompts, whatever way you want to do it or all, um, 
let you, yourself have some quiet brain time, just letting yourself be at rest and see what comes up and then unplugging from social media um, to, to let go of the distractions and the comparisons and the, and the hype of your phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you said, of starting the timer, I know we're all like, oh, I'm so busy, but start with two minutes. It doesn't, I mean, move up, like give yourself just two minutes of quiet just to sit there. Cause we are always go, go, go. So even if you start with two and then you add three, I think even if you could do that just daily, give yourself a break. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm going to end it with, with, I had a, this devotion and, and it was last Monday. And I remember this and, and it, we always pray for answers, right? We always say, you know, discernment answers. Well, sometimes we just need to be thankful for the answers that have not yet come because they come. Yeah. I mean, there's good things coming and we need to be thankful, which gives us that gratitude heart too. I'm thankful for the answers. I don't even know that are coming yet because they will come even during the hard times. Like we've said, we've both been through some really hard times and look where those answers have come and led us down this path. And I think it's a really positive way to look at it. There's hope. That's hope with capital H, you know, love it. Oh, that was a good one. And I needed it and I'm excited. There's so many good things, but I know there'll be hard things too. Like we always say, life keeps coming. It's not all rainbows and ponies, but, um, that's the hope part. We're going to look for those positive answers and, um, hopefully our, our, our listeners can connect to some of this and maybe reach out and let us know what you thought. So anything else you want to add? No, I love that. Leave it with that. Perfect. All right. Well, as always, stay cheeky. <laughs>